the book of Jonah, Jonah chapter 1 from verse 15. The Bible says, Then they took Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the seas raging abated. Struck with great fear of the Lord, the men offered sacrifice and made vows to him. Chapter 2. But the Lord sent a large fish that swallowed Jonah, and he remained in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. From the belly of the fish, Jonah said this prayer to the Lord his God. Out of my distress, I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From the midst of the netherworld, I cried for help, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the sea, and the flood enveloped me. All your breakers and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am banished from your sight, yet... Would I again look upon your holy temple? The waters swirled about me, threatening my life. The abyss enveloped me, seaweed clung about my head. Down I went to the roots of the mountains. The bars of the netherworld were closing behind me forever. But you brought my life up from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. My prayer reached you in your holy temple. Those who worship vain idols forsake their source of mercy. But I, with resounding praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Deliverance is from the Lord. Then the Lord commanded the fish to spew Jonah upon the show. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we praise you, we worship you, we enthrone you above every situation and every circumstance of our life. Lord Jesus, we welcome you into our hearts, in our midst, we pray that you may teach us something new from your word that is going to help us to grow more in the knowledge of you and in wisdom help us lord jesus that this word may transform us from inside out transform our mind transform our hearts and help us to have our mind focused on you our eyes fixed on you for our own good and for the greater glory of your name it is in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen the topic for this meditation is praise precedes the new Praise precedes the new. Hallelujah. Now, we just read a scripture that is um, teaching us something that happened to Jonah. And the Bible uh, says, we started from verse 15. They took Jonah, threw him into the sea, and the sea is raging abated because he was in a boat with other people going to a different direction from what the Lord um, had asked him to do. And now the most important uh, thing that we need to focus on is the fact that when they threw him out of the boat, um, it was not for them to ensure that the sea was safe for Jonah. 
It was not up to them to ensure that the sea was safe for Jonah. They had to remove him. They had to do what they had to do so that they would not perish. It was for their own sake. So this thing happened to Jonah and it seems like the worst experience ever. It seems like the worst thing that could ever happen to anyone being thrown into the sea because of course in the sea there and there are sea animals in the sea it is dangerous. I mean it means death. It means death. And um being a moment like this I don't know what was going on in the mind of Jonah at that point but I can only imagine that uh, it was not a very interesting place to be at. The most uh, funny thing is or the most interesting things to note about this is uh, he was thrown out of the boat into the sea and he did not know what to expect. Nobody knew what to expect because we only know of the one omniscient God. We only know of one omniscient God, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. He is there, he saw before it happened. And what did the Lord do? Hallelujah. Chapter 2 starts with this word. The Lord sent a large fish that swallowed Jonah. <laughs> oh my goodness. The Lord had already had this fish waiting because he knew what was going to follow before Jonah got into that boat, before he, he took a different direction, before even the thought of taking a different direction, before this before he was thrown out into the sea, the Lord had already worked out a plan of what was going to happen. And we see that by what follows. So he did not even imagine when anybody um, falls into the water, whether they were swimming or whatever it is. The first thing that happens is that because of um, probably fear, that person, uh, unless they are really trained to swim, they are bound to drink the water. And that is how many people drown. But at this point in time, the Bible records that the Lord sent a large fish. We don't know if Jonah drank any water, but if God sent a large fish to swallow him, I believe that he also protected him from drinking any water that could have easily drowned him. The secret is he had to do what the Lord had asked. So from this moment on, we see God in action. We see the power of God in action. We see a mighty, mighty intervention here because the Bible says that he remained in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. We know this from the belly of the fish, verse 2. Jonah said this prayer to the Lord. He said this prayer from the belly of the fish, not from anywhere else. <clears throat> Is it possible that when the Lord provided this fish, that he knew that it was from this fish, 
from the belly of the fish that he was going to say this prayer because you see God knows what is to come he sees our tomorrow before we get there he's already there he knows every detail of everything that is going to befall us before we got into this world he had already pre-planned what was going to happen in our lives I believe that nobody is here by chance we are all here because of God's great purpose and this purpose is accomplished in accordance with his will so here we are out of my distress Jonah says I called to the Lord he answered me and then he said from the midst of the nether world I cried for help you heard my voice and then he said you cast me into the deep into the heart of the sea and the flood enveloped me you see he got to a point that he had to get to that point where we are told of surrender believing and trusting that God is so great that even if he was in this belly of the fish that God was great than this situation that he was in. It doesn't matter how much darkness was surrounding him. It doesn't matter what he was experiencing while he was in there. I don't know how he managed to call on the Lord, but the Bible records. So we believe that he actually went through this process because God uh, ordains some of these moments to teach us a lesson. And as you look through this situation, then we see the application of this word in our lives. And we come to realize that just like Jonah was thrown into the sea, where otherwise there would be uh, other great dangers that would have happened to him, they did not happen. Why? Because God, in full stop because God happened because God happened he had already a plan in place of what he was gonna do when that thing happened I don't know what you are worried about today I don't know what you have imagined I don't know what point of your life you're at but this word is here to encourage us and to strengthen us that it doesn't really matter where we are at in our lives it doesn't matter what we are afraid of it doesn't matter what we imagine would happen but the good thing is before we got here jesus was already here he's the eternal god he's the same yesterday today and forever so that means before we get to where we are at he was already here he had seen this moment before we get to our tomorrow we have to believe he's already been in our tomorrow he knows how tomorrow will be he knows everything about tomorrow that is why the other day we were reading a scripture that was guiding and helping us to be able to be dependent on God, to trust in God means to believe that he's already gone before us, that he's already in control of whatever situations that we haven't even seen, that we haven't even gotten into. This is an example of this kind of a scenario in the sea where there are many dangers he had already provided a fish so this fish seems like the worst experience that would have ever happened to Jonah or to a human being but actually it was God's provision you see God's provision do not normally come uh, to us in packages of silver and gold that sometimes we can imagine or perceive with our human mind of human capacity or human eyes but they come packaged in a divine envelope. That divine envelope could be something that is not appealing to us, could be something that we do not understand at a moment, at a glimpse, could be something that we cannot easily comprehend until we go to God in prayer. And then we come to realize that actually this is a fish and this fish, it is God who provided. Then that means if God provided that fish, he was actually protecting Jonah from other dangers that could have happened in the sea. 
and it was the fish that he provided that was gonna send him or deliver him deliver him as a parcel to where he intended him to be so that his word can be fulfilled it was a fish this fish was meant to be a like a DHL to deliver Jonah to go and deliver the message that the Lord had put in him. So at this point, he did not, he could not have any capacity to refuse, to renounce or to reject the secret, the secret to having him. <laughs> oh my goodness. To experience what verse 11 says is the Lord commanded the fish to spew Jonah upon the shore. The Lord provided a fish. Now the Lord commanded the fish to spew him. The Lord provided a fish to swallow him. The Lord commanded the fish to spew him. Look at this. God is always in control, always in charge, always in charge, always in control of our lives. And it is when we feel like everything is out of control. It is when we do not seem to comprehend or understand what is happening around us, just like Jonah. If I put myself in his shoes, I imagine this kind of confusion. But it is true that in the midst of that which you do not see, do not know, do not understand, God is still God. He still remains to be God. You see, Jesus is not shaken when he's sitting on the throne. When you and I go through some difficult situations or when we find ourselves in circumstances like Jonah that we do not understand about a fish that seems to swallow you and I about whatever situation that could be being thrown into the sea imagine the danger that was there the struggle that he must have gone through before he was swallowed by this fish maybe he tried to resist to be swallowed by the fish but it had to happen why because the Lord had commanded you see Jesus is always sitting on that throne always sitting on that throne forever sitting on that throne ruling and reigning with power and majesty and no matter what goes on in our lives or no matter what is going on right now no matter what we have to go through we just need to be assured that we can place all our trust in him because he knows everything he sees everything he sees our tomorrow he's in charge of it he's in control he is able to change situations to change circumstances to favor us if god provided a big fish to swallow jonah to protect him from whatever could have happened to him that we do not know about now in the sea but we know there are dangers in the sea that he could have encountered and his life would have just ended if god provided that fish then God had the power to command that fish to spew him. And where are the show? Hallelujah. Are the show is dry ground. Are the show is not in the sea again. It means the new. It means a new life. It means a bright new dawn. It means, um, uh, you know, being at the show is like the arrival. <laughs> because you see, even the guys who are in the ship, the people who take a boat, they are crossing over from one end of a show to the other one. So it is in the sea that they have to use a boat. God provided a fish to swallow Jonah and to spew him at the shore. You see, this is God's boat. <laughs> this is a special divine boat that was designed specifically to do this very one task. And it had to do exactly that one task task it had to do and do it very well this time round it had to be a living thing because he is a god the creator of everything in this world the creator of every living thing so he has a command upon every living thing that which we know we do not know that which we see we do not see 
we see Jonah has been spewed now but what what precedes this moment you see we see um immediately he was swallowed um uh, by the fish he got of course into a distress and then he started acknowledging that the lord answered him and it was in that dark moment in that confusing moment in that struggle that of course change of environment and situations and circumstances and everything was literally shaky in his life you know i can imagine him being in the boat with the other guys and now in the sea and then this fish is coming i mean it's a change of events it is a shift that he was not prepared for this is a shift that he was not even imagining he did not expect this was going to happen probably another side of god <laughs> that had to be revealed to him at this moment and in this way for you and i also to learn something about this scripture now he prayed the lord had him he said in the midst of the nether world i cried for help you heard my voice in my distress i called you answered me how faithful is god and then he goes on but just before the lord commanded the fish to spew jonah the bible records something very very interesting it says when my soul fainted within me i remembered the lord hallelujah my prayer reached you in your holy temple <laughs> so it doesn't matter how deep he was in the sea in the fish the prayer that he had reached god in his holy temple and he says those who worship vain idols forsake their source of mercy you see idolatry is a loss why because king here when we worship god then he is merciful to us he gives us an opportunity to experience mercy to experience his mercy as a last resort of that moment of desperation that we need to see god's intervention in our lives mercy never fails the mercy of god never fails mercy is the heart of god mercy is why jesus was pierced on the side to remind us that we can place our trust in him then he said but i with resounding praise hallelujah will sacrifice to you what i have vowed i will pay deliverance is from the lord with a resounding praise praise precedes precedes the new praise precedes the new you see this is a sacrifice of praise this is what god talks about in the book of psalms psalms chapter 50 offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving and you will call me in my distress and i will answer you those who offer a sacrifice of praise i will show the salvation of god hallelujah then he said what i have vowed i will pay deliverance is from the lord only the lord can deliver we know that to be true we have seen it happen in the life of jonah and it will be the same case in our lives for you and i if we make this conscious decision if we make this choice to remember to remember to remind ourselves that our soul should not faint within us why we have a god who can hear us from his holy temple it doesn't matter the situation that we find ourselves in it doesn't matter the circumstance it doesn't matter how dark it doesn't matter how dim it doesn't matter how confusing it doesn't matter how complicated what matters is the greatness and the goodness of god and the mercy of god it 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 is it is it never fails it never 
never fails from eternity to eternity it has never failed it will never fail it is the mercy of god god is merciful full stop when we plead for the mercy of god then we receive it god is merciful then that is why we see a change a change of events because it is not about what jonah could actually do for god it was what god could do for jonah so that when you look at the life of jonah when you see what is happening in this pan of events at the turn of events we see how merciful god can be you see god would have chosen somebody else to deliver the news god would have chosen a different way to do this but he chose this way for a purpose not just for jonah who is not here in this world anymore but for you and i so that when you refer to this scripture god can make it alive jesus is a living word every word that he has spoken in here in this holy bible it is living and it is active as we are hearing it as we are listening to it as we are reading it then it is causing something to have a shift in us to bring transformation in our lives so with resounding praise we make a conscious decision and choice to praise god to glorify him through this moment this moment this moment and he has already predestined <laughs> where the show is going to be. I don't know what show you're looking forward to. We have had a different kind of uh, teachings. The Lord has been guiding us and we got to transition and then we got to a place where the Lord has taken over. And now he's guiding us to worship again. Because when the Lord is about to do a new thing, we just have to do this one thing that I had one um, one uh, worshiper say my hallelujah belongs to you 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 you deserve it Lord you deserve it, Lord. You deserve it, Lord. You deserve it, Lord. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the honor belongs to you. You see, the most interesting thing see the most interesting thing is when we offer praise as a sacrifice it means that jonah was already in a situation a position that praise would have been the last thing the last the last thing in his mind thanksgiving to god would have been the last thing that he would have thought about hallelujah that praising god was not automatic because you see when we are bubbly when everything is going right when you are flying walking on dry ground it is easy to praise god it is easy to praise him when everything is right it is easy to praise him when we feel all these bubbly things happening around us but it becomes a sacrifice it becomes a sacrifice when everything around speaks a different kind of language you see praise is a language 
Praise is a language. It is a rhythm that we set ourselves into. It is a motion that we start that God just continues. We are setting ourselves in a motion of receiving that which God has spoken in his word. It does not necessarily seem to be like it in the situation that Jonah was in. And it does not necessarily have to seem like it when we are going through a tough time, when everything around us does not does not contribute to the energy, to the bubbling factor that would easily cause us to just praise God, to open up our mouth and songs flowing left, right, center. But it is a moment that everything seems to press you down, everything seems to push you down, that you feel Feels like this moment Jonah was in that he was surrounded by darkness. Imagine being in a belly of the fish. I mean, he did not even know when one day is ending and the other one. I don't think so. I mean, it is a moment when everything seems to defy all the odds seem to be against you. That moment, that is the moment that we have to remember the goodness, the mercy of God and to choose to make a conscious decision to praise God. That is a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice because everything else is speaking a different a different language. But when you choose to look up to God and to declare that praise to him, to offer that worship to him, oh my goodness, everything changes. Even heaven goes into a standstill. Why? Because imagine when everything else seems impossible. It was a moment just like what happened to Job. What happened to Job? He's lost everything and all the messages that are coming to him, They are only telling him all the negative things that are happening. I mean, it is a moment where it is not um, automatic to worship at that moment. It is not automatic to acknowledge God's faithfulness at that moment. But what do we learn from the life of Jonah and from what God did in the life of Jonah? We are learning something very interesting. That when you make that conscious decision... To praise God when all odds are against you and I, then it means that we are literally, (laughs) oh my goodness, we are literally submitting ourselves and acknowledging that everything may fail. Everything around us might not make sense, that everything we imagine we might not understand. That even the darkness, like what was going on in the life of Jonah, is not going to shake us. But we make a conscious decision to praise God. Heaven answers. Heaven shows up. We know from Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1 and verse 20, the Bible says... Then Job began to tear his cloak and cut off his hair, cast himself prostrate upon the ground and said, Naked I came forth from my mother's womb. Naked shall I go back. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. He cast himself prostrate upon the ground. That means worship. So what are we learning? That when we choose to make that conscious decision to praise God, irrespective of what is happening around, when you think of the life of Jonah, you see before the new shows up, before we step into the new, there are of course tests and challenges that will come. I mean, any good thing doesn't come easily. That is what my mom used to say. Any good thing doesn't come easily. So it is when even in the marathon, the runners are running just before the end. That is where the challenge is. That is where you have to put the highest gear and just fly across that string. So, praise precedes that breaking through moments. It happened in the life of Jonah. And the Lord, <laughs> the Lord, the Lord who is in charge and in control. I believe he was watching, he was waiting, and he was moved by this moment, by this moment. Can you imagine? Jonah started praising. Jonah started praising God from the belly of the fish and where worship happens, definitely God is exalted. Can you imagine the angels coming round? Can you imagine the angels running to where Jonah was? Because of course they can see, they can experience that moment. Can you imagine? Can God not notice that moment? Definitely he will notice. He will take heed of it and he will do what only God can do. And the Lord commanded the fish to spew Jonah upon the shore. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thanksgiving, Lord, for this word. We thanksgiving for your mercy. We thanksgiving for teaching us something new. Oh, my God, how I pray that this word may be engraved into our heart, engraved into our mind. That, Lord, you may help us to have this word transform us, transform every listener of this podcast, anyone who feels like Jonah at this moment in time. Whoever this word is followed, I believe it was for me. And I believe also that this word is going to touch somebody else. Help us. Help us, Lord, to fix our eyes on you and to keep this vow that you have called us into to worship you, to make that conscious decision to praise you through this breaking moment so that we can step into the new, new, the dry ground, the dry ground where we shall be still and know that you are God. Thank you for being merciful. Thank you for always being our present help at every time of our need. Thank you for providing every moment that which we needed to guide us, to help us, to lead us to where you desire us to be. We surrender to you, Jesus. We surrender to you, Jesus. We acknowledge you are the Lord, you are the King, you are the Most High God. And there is none like you. Be glorified, be magnified above every situation and every circumstance of our life. Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise for who you are. It is in Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you.